Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I regret starting it like that. How are you doing? There we are. That's It's going to be a sexy one. <laughs> Someone's had a friend with benefits and someone has not. Can you guess which one it is, Bebe? <laughs> it's, yeah. Welcome to Nobody Panic. I'm Stevie. Tessa is over there. Hello. We are doing an episode today on how to have friends with benefits. How to have a friend with some benefits or a fwub. A fwub. Perhaps even more than one. It is a suggestion, and here is their name. No, it says very particularly, I would like to remain anonymous, in Mm, capital letters, mm -hmm. but please, please, please do an episode on how to be friends with benefits. Many exclamation marks. I want uh, more information. Is there no more information? nothing more. So clearly it's a a starting out for no name. I'm hungry for more. Mm. What's going on here? I could analyse from this alone. Yes. And I will. <laughs> no, it's 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 a very juicy one and the energy of the message suggests it's perhaps trickier than first thought. And, and ongoing. You know? Oh, and on. Oh, and very on. much ongoing. Okay, well, before we get into it, maybe we should do our adult things. Absolutely. Mine is that I did a long drive. Okay. Happy to be here. And I looked at where the cheapest petrol was. That is good. And I drove, made it en route, and then I went there and I filled up the car all the way Mm. up. To the hilt. To the hilt, um, which was extremely expensive, but at least it was cheaper than stopping on the motorway or whatever. Or and just, just finding off. any petrol station. You and actually did your it. research and planned your route. And I planned my route and I did my research and I worked out where the cheapest one was because, as we all know, we are facing a cost of living crisis and fuel is through the roof. Yeah. Fuel is actually br- breathtakingly expensive. Yeah, my dad like- was saying, my dad drove to from up north to London and he said that it took it cost him £85 yeah. to fill up his tank. It's insane but admittedly it would be cool if this adult thing came with no prior uh you know i didn't have to learn it the hard way but all adult things are about learning it the hard way you don't you, you you're not born as a baby and you're like i'm gonna plan my route to fill up my petrol <laughs> yeah. it never happens you're right you're right god i gotta get more fuel efficient <laughs> you've gotta um, get it wrong to get it better yeah thanks steve and stevie of course thank you steve martin though for joining us <laughs> um yeah. he's been here the whole time silent but happy to be here. Third co-host. Yeah. Always has been. How did you get it wrong? I learned it because I drove somewhere and then I had to stop. I was, and the red light came on. I thought, well, how far, I wonder how far I can make it. Incidentally, my school friend believed the red light was part of the dashboard. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, okay. it was just a light. It was just yeah. one of the lights that lit up the dashboard. Yeah, saying like, "Hey, yeah, I'm still a car. I'm a car." But mm. honestly, and I and but it's funny because we all we all did. Anyway, the light had come on, and I was like, mm, "I wonder how far I've got." And I was like, "I don't know if I'm going to make it off the motorway." So the adult thing was like, "Don't fuck about," because I have twice as a teenager run out of petrol on, on the motorway. On the motorway. Oh. One wasn't one wasn't on the motorway. It was they were both on A roads. But nonetheless, I was like, this is very bad, actually. Yes. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I don't run out of petrol anymore. That's I learned the hard way. So I was like, don't mess about. Imagine how much you would pay to not be in that pickle once you've run out. Mm. Just just pay. So I pulled into Beaconsfield Services. It was one eighty nine a litre, which I know to you is it's simply nothing. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> your eyes just that's glazed over. £1.89, that's fine. Blood fell from your nose. Yes. <laughs> but that is like... Uh, catastrophic. What was it when you like were starting out with your driving? Obviously Back not. in the day? Yeah. Like- okay, when I started driving, you definitely, the minimum you spend at the petrol station used to be £2.50. So you right. definitely could put just £2.50 worth of And petrol. I feel like that's what you did. Yeah, well, you can't do that anymore because you literally would not have enough petrol in the tank. To leave the, to leave the station. station. <laughs> to leave the forecourt. Shit, okay. So it def- it's gone up, it's gone up by, I think, about 40 pence. It used to be you you would have once been like it's one forty seven on the motorway and it should have been about one twenty. Fine, right? So it and so it's gone up by twenty to eighty nine. So it's gone up by th- sixty pence to a litre. And you think like ah sixty pence schmickstu pence. But mm. if you can put a hundred litres in your car, oh my god, you know like that's a million pounds. That's a million pounds. <laughs> Two ladies with very little understanding of cars or money. Or petrol. Or um, certainly not petrol, but like it is, it is, God. you know, it, it very quickly. And if you're filling up the car multiple times, like that, mm. it, anyway, so I stopped there and I did the minimum spend, which was £10 there just to get myself home, which I'm so good. And then, and then when I was there, I was like, right, where is the cheapest for me to fill all the way up? And I felt brilliant. That's so good. And did, did you just Google cheap petrol stations? I had to ask for that. Understood. Yeah, fine. That's fine. But sometimes okay. asking for help is all part of adult life. I think again, always asking always. for help. Is I was brave enough to ask for help. Yeah. Okay. Mine very very easy. When I arrived here, I realised I didn't have an adult thing, so I cleaned my phone because I've been needing to do it for a while. Mm. Is it an adult thing if you sort of knew you had to do one and did it? No, but the intention doesn't really matter. It's all about the effect it has. I do not think the intention negates the result. If That's the result what I was is... trying to say, but I forgot the cool way of saying it. If the, res- <laughs> if the result is good, the result is good. And my phone, like, it's not like the phone screen. It's I've got like a clear phone cover so I can throw my phone all over the place and it doesn't smash and this is the only phone I've had that hasn't smashed this year because I throw my phone all over the place and it's see-through and like lots of bits got in it and loads of crumbs and it's mm. been like that for about six months it's really disgusting took it out cleaned it I feel um, uh, exactly the same as I did before but I've got a clean phone so look who's to say if that's helped me but it's certainly an adult so. thing clean, look- clear, under control Oh my god, that's clearer cell, isn't mm. it? Yeah, and it's your clean phone. I'm, I'm my clean phone, yeah. But I just needed to know what that was. Okay, so may I start Please. the friends with benefits, or as I'll be referring to it, FWB, with asking you: Have you had a FWB? Yes, I have had a FWB. Of course. <laughs> I'm um, the more sexually liberated of the two of us. <laughs> imagine being being imagine less being sex- sexually liberated. Imagine being less sexually liberated than me. You know, <laughs> imagine that being your position. I don't have to imagine it, Tessa. Right? Uh, okay. Um, go on. <laughs> I'm sorry for giggling so outrageously. Just, just to be clear, we're not talking about a friend you've had sex with once. That's no. not a fwub. Okay, no, good. Right. We are talking about what I repeatedly attempted to call and attempted to get him on board with, and another I called them my hang and bang. 
Oh, I remember this era. Yeah. The, the hang and bang era was me trying to get people who wanted to hang out with me, and but also that. sometimes bang. Yes. Uh, How fr- successful was it? Very poor. Oh, right. Which okay. is why I have done it once moderate, with moderate success, and I, I, I have two others mm-hmm. and poor success, which is why, and I do not wish to analyse you, but my s- suspicion from this email... Oh, I thought you were talking about analyzing me. I was like, no, not you. Good Lord. I would never dream of it. But uh, my suspicion from this email is it's like, this is my interpretation. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll give that a go. Oh, dear. Yes. Well, this is why, if I may, I've not fwubbed because it's hard because it's hard enough to get to get me into the sack as it is, Tessa. But like, if if I don't know, if I'm friends with, 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 with them, somebody else, we know if I fancy them, I can't look at them. So I wouldn't sure. be friends with them anyway because I can't look at anyone that I fancy. But if that was going to be a thing that I think I would want a relationship, I don't think I'm able to like somebody's personality, fancy them, I want to have sex with them, mm-hmm. I want to hang out with them and not be like can you be my boyfriend? Yeah. Obviously, I'm talking very heteronormatively, only because I'm talking about myself. Um, this is for literally any fwub. So yeah, that, and that, that's a very personal thing because I can't be bothered with the emotional admin and turmoil. I think I did have a fwub for a long time that was a relationship. Right. It was essentially like, oh, this is like a Shakespeare quote, like a rose is a rose by all which is but its name. Something to do with the rose, rose and the by name. any other name would smell as sweet. Very if I may what I tell the, the, same. the one with the English degree. The same, the same thing I said. A rose, a rose, a rose is the name and you've got a nose and you have sex with it. Um, and that's just a quote I like. No, that's because I think I, I, think I had a, uh, under the, the name of, it was called a relationship. Right. And uh, very much, and he would say, you're my girlfriend but there was the the vibe was very much like oh you just want to like hang out and bang occasionally like there was no element of a relationship and then it became a relationship later and that was very very bad so I think I actually was in one without anyone saying that that's what it was huh okay which I don't think counts as being in one because I think if you're in one you were like I would like a friend I think people want to know how to do it or like have a friend with benefits and I think the idea of it is so nice but yeah so that's what I'm saying I just feel like it's one of those things that if you are stressed about it, it's possible. I feel like it's very must be very difficult to not just be like, why f- fancy them, you know? Yes. So straight off the bat, I'm going to say it's a very difficult thing to do. And it's a very difficult thing to do. No, I lie. It is extremely easy to achieve. Very hard to do it well. Yes, do it so you're not hurt. Neither neither party are hurt. Neither party is hurt. There is, of course, a film called <laughs> Friends with Benefits. Yes. Forbes to the industry inside us. Yes. With Justin Timberlake and... Mila Kunis. Uh, I was going to say me and me. <laughs> <laughs> and Mila Kunis. Well done. Well, I was going to try and help you to guess and I was going to say she's got very big eyes. Who do you know that who that is? That could be anybody in Hollywood. Well, they are big though, aren't they? They are very well, big. Anyway, well done for remembering. Thank you very much. I couldn't think who it was. And of course, it goes poorly. Yeah. And they fall in love. Yeah. And so it is, and, and the film When Harry Met Sally... And those are the two only films that have ever discussed <laughs> love and romance. But they, you know, everything is sort of talking about this idea of like, can you separate sex and love? Like, can you be friends who have, if you, and that's the thing, like, if you are good friends who like hanging out and have a good time and you also bang and get like, it, why don't you just go out? You know? Well, there's this element, yeah. And I think there's a difference, or from what I can gather from my research, and there's a difference between a fub and a fub. Please. A fwub, uh, you got that, uh, that W in between the F and the B there, um, friends with benefits. The fub, which is the fuck body, feels like it's just a synonym, but it's not. 
So the friends with benefits feels like just emotionally it's helpful to like separate them out. Someone you have sex with and you also do the friend activities. So you're still friends with them. You see them at birthday parties. You, see, you, you, you might go and gra- grab a bite, hang and bang, you know, mm-hmm. but there's some, some sex occurs. A fub, fuck buddy, someone you have sex with, but you don't, you don't do other things. So it's somebody, so that often like with the rise of like, with the rise of Tinder, she says 20 years after Tinder became a thing, with like dating apps and th- th- things like that, that is so much easier to do now. Mm. And also as well, I do not have any experience in it, but what uh, I do have lots of friends or multiple friends who do. And it seems like a fub is much easier to deal with emotionally because often it's like, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a relationship with that person but like what a great bang and like that so whenever like they're both like you know out and about often with different friendship groups because there's no crossover it's like are you out yeah you, let's let's go home together great but like the fwub is so hard precisely because i think every single time the two friends i'm thinking about every single time there's been issues it's because they've really liked the person and i think there's there's a lot of chat on the internet um on the online world that i've been reading about how Guys, it's so important to communicate and to be very clear with boundaries that you don't want a relationship. Neither of you want a relationship, but you really love hanging out. So you do all the friend stuff, you have sex, but you, it's never going to tip over into a relationship. And I think the issue appears to be, and I really can see it, is that like, yes, that may be the case for like both parties at the start, which often it isn't. And often you don't even know that it's not. So that's, that's how I got myself in one. Because I was like... I thought I felt a way that I did not feel. And it's very hard enough to know what you think rather than having to honestly communicate that to someone else and be in the exact same space as someone else. But if you the best possible outcome is you do both manage that, at any point, one of you could tip over either way. And you you will not know when that is happening to, to the other person. You have like a great day out. You're like at the fair. <laughs> You're like they get you. They they shoot a, a an egg off a stall and win you a rabbit. And then you and you're having fun in it. Or like you're at a party and they're always fun and you're having a great time. There's, there may be a point where suddenly they're feeling like, oh, hang on, why aren't why aren't we going out? Or you're feeling that and you don't even realise until it's too late. And I think the, mm-hmm. that's the issue of like maintaining it. So even though a fwub is a nicer thought, it's the harder one, as you were saying to not only get to but also even when you're like we've done it at any point the balance could be tipped whereas with a fub it's very easy you're just like hello bye well no you're not staying for breakfast you're my fub and the moment it gets any further you're like well, I no yep 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 <laughs> <laughs> you're exactly right it it's never doesn't come with this huge emotional minefield mm-hmm. and people i know who have done it i know somebody who was friends with benefits uh, with a couple so there was three Mm -hmm. of them involved and had to end because the extra part the one that was not part of the couple was like it was too much for me that afterwards they got to like spook and and hang out and then I just went home home. got my Uber or like if we you know watched a movie or whatever afterwards like they still got to be intimate and romantic and like you know I got I couldn't also be hugged. Oh, good um, lord, that's incredibly depressing, right? So, like, it's all—it's—it's it's a really hard thing to to navigate. And much like my initially criticised but ultimately appreciated one night stand thought when I was like, 
to truly have an excellent one night stand, you have to fancy them, but actually c- quite dislike them. Yeah, I think when when you said that, I was like, what? But actually, no, I do. I I understand that. Yeah, I can because understand it, that. ultimately, because initially you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But ultimately, like to have truly good and it to be because the crucial word is one. It's yes. like to truly walk away and be like, what an absolutely banging night. Goodbye. Yes. It has to be like, I don't want anything more from you. I, I, this was a good time and we had a good time and so when you go into this friends with benefits relationship and I speak to the listeners and also to our email writer mm. be like what do you actually want mm. and be really clear because there is no greater lie than the lie that you tell yourself is like do you wish just to be like I just want somebody to touch me occasionally Could yeah. you please just touch me yes <laughs> Come on, I want the D. Yeah, yeah, or the P, or just someone to rub my, the A, the A, rub my nipple. Come on, <laughs> biannually rub my nipple. Biannually rub my nipple for God's sake. You know, <laughs> whatever it is that you want, and and truly, it might just be like I'm a very sexually active person. I'm extremely thriving in my career. Mm. I simply want a, a monthly release with somebody, and we yeah, and we do this. Thing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today's episode of Nobody Panic is brought to you by the National Lottery. They've asked us to delve into a question that's had all our minds racing at one point or another. What would you do if you won the National Lottery? And we are not alone. We're joined by the hilarious Dane Baptiste and Howard Cohen, hosts of the brilliant podcast, Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. Hello! Hello. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? I've just won the national lottery. <gasps> no, you haven't. You have you, you yeah. really? Okay. So guys, here are the rules. You've just won the national lottery jackpot. It's the stuff dreams are made of. What would you do at that moment? Just call my mum. Just call my mum. That's all Lovely. I do. Just, just just give her a call and go, Mum, there's uh got some news. She'll be pumped. Because she likes, you know, she likes a few money. Quid. Yeah, she likes a couple um, of quid, yeah. I think I'd immediately go to toilet on, go go to toilet on myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not I'm not re-recording that bit. But we can okay. all celebrate in different ways, can't we? I, yeah. think, I think I think that's the most that's the most that's the most genuine way of, of realizing that two people with a giant check at your door would make you react, Stevie. So I think that's fine. That's, I would, that's very truthful. Me personally, I'm more of a I'm more of a cautious optimist with uh, a lot of strong bladder control and trepidation. So I'd be like, I'm gonna need to see that in my account. 
and I'm not waiting three to five business days before. I'm and with then them. I'd be like, hooray. And then I'd be celebrating and people like, sir, you must put your clothes on. You're in a residential area. And I'd be like, I'm going to buy this residential area. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't tell anybody. I'd keep it really secret for a long time, and I would just let the the knowledge drive me insane. <laughs> You'd be like, Tessa, is that is that a Burberry trouser yeah. you're wearing? You're, just one trouser yeah, you're wearing, or do you right. suddenly is that a gold? It's a gold hat. How are you going to celebrate? How are you going to let everyone know? Are you going to do a party, or what are you going to do? I think a party for how rich you are feels wrong. Mm. I think I think a party for, I think a party for how rich you are is just basically like you creating a chat room for your uh, future thieves. They all meet in the room and it's like, look at Howard. Look how much money he spent on this. He doesn't deserve this. And then everyone comes together who knows you, who has time to... It's basically like you're making your own Ocean's Eleven. So I wouldn't throw it in people's face right away. I think I'd start off with some acts of philanthropy first. I was going to say, I think I'd save some whales like research like a, a good one and be like I'm not doing any I'm not doing any of that I'm definitely doing something more stupid like making a cake of whales like yeah maybe yeah. a whale yeah. cake and I and I ask you all to this actually it doesn't take yeah. a lot of money to do that yeah yeah I'll drop like half a mil on this giant whale cake right and you're all gonna right. turn up and it's gonna be like this big thing like a David Blaine event Howard I think it's very important given a cost of living crisis to create feelings of goodwill I think I myself, the people nah. turn against you Howard at this point the people turn nah. against, they can turn against you very easily Jeez. Howard I've turned against you Howard yeah. I really want to know Dane's most extreme scenario he can imagine <laughs> Right, the most extreme scenario I can imagine is investment in a company. I'm lactose intolerant, and I know many uh, people around the world share that pain. I know and this so is going. I become the Ben and Jerry's of the lactose-free frozen treat world, mm. where I can offer delicious treats which are completely lactose-free and made with sustainable packaging. I don't think you understand how big big ice cream has been ruling the world for years. Yeah. No one's ever challenged them. Now I get to challenge big ice cream. Born and Jolly's even better. So hug and, hug and Dane. Go. Hug and Dane will do. Oh, hug, oh, hug, hug and Dane. That's another name. Then... It's you then, with a hug with your arms on the cover. Anyway, go Exactly. On, and then finally, my, my opus the Afterlife Festival, to resurrect the majority of celebrities that were lost in the 2016 celebricide when so many celebrities died at the same time and they all come back for the same festival. You want to hear Robin Williams read poetry? Then you come to the Afterlife Festival. Who headlines? Amy Winehouse and Tupac. And basically, I have this record label which basically operates in international waters. So any recording artist who's bound to a record label who can't make a song with someone they want to, they come to Dame Baptiste Island and you can make whatever music you want and release it to your fans. Because we're a sovereign nation and a record label that also sells ice cream. (laughs) That's lactose-free. Very entrepreneurial. Everyone's, Everyone's on board. Everyone loves it. Excuse me, I'm coming in. Number yeah. one, I sort out the Pacific garbage patch. Done. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Cleaned Thanks. up. Yes. Cheers. I actually, Cheers, I've thought about a plan. I scoop it up with one of those pool nets. Done. Sorted. Number two, it's a lock in at M&M World. We're all going. Oh, yes. Everyone's Which one? In- 
What do you mean, which one? Them. No, the one. The, the M&M houses. The M&M. The M&M houses work like Soho houses, like there's one in London, <laughs> one in Malibu. <laughs> this one's that one on Leicester Square that you always walk past and you think, what's in that? Me, me having the most fantastic party of all time. I'm going to have a lock-in at Body Works, which is next door to M&M world, <laughs> with all of those terrifying skinless bodies. And we're going to go head to head. And but then ultimately form a coalition Thanks. and own all of Leicester Square. Yes. Bring, bring, bring it back to the people. This is, the Trocadero! Quick... Yes! <laughs> Someone Finally. needs to bring that Trocadero. Finally, it's coming back. Um, here's a question. Would you move house if you won the national lottery? Uh, no, I'm going to live in my tiny flat forever. Now, of course, I'm out of <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of there. I have a house like the Browns live in, in Paddington. And then I have an, another massive house out in like the Hebrides or something. And I just, um, it's like Richie Rich. It's got everything you could want. You you put your laundry, like you just put your laundry through the wall and it goes like spirals down into like one of those big Sweet. laundry things at the bottom. Every room's got a slide. I've got so many fireplaces that you touch and then you spin into a secret room. I've got, ah, I've got the, um, the, 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 the ladder in the library like in Beauty and the Beast I've got one of those oh. the dream where she gets pushed along I've got one of those I've got everything oh so listen guys how long would you stay humble for do you think the, the cash would go straight to your head Stevie I mean have you heard what anyone said <laughs> like <laughs> I think that would actually be the one thing I'd be genuinely frightened of is how I'd psychologically deal with having loads of money. And I think I'd be really good at it. And I'm not going to um, delve into it any further. I'd be very supportive of you. And I think you'd, I think you'd really take it in your stride. And you'd just always be like, drinks are on me. I'll pick up this bill. I'll all get the it. time. All yes. the time, you know? And then I'd do an Edinburgh show about it called I Won the National Lottery, obviously, because that would be great material. That's a really good idea. Do you know what I would do? Maybe what I would do for one year of the National Lottery in order to reclaim my humility is that I would pay for everyone's show that's nice oh that's so nice, what a nice so you, do like a f- you do a first come first serve and whoever gets their entries in for like the show or we just and we just cover the cost of everyone's like all the free fringe all the paid shows that would basically be how I maintain my humility last one if we all won our individual jackpots and then we pool all our money together and as a collective group a syndicate if you will what are we doing with our collective money I would like to recommend the purchase of a uh, media channel so we could put out stuff that was varied and diverse and truly representative of the British creative industry. They're all welcome on Steve BBC. (laughs) Steve BBC. (laughs) Mine was very similar, but maybe they're they're a combined force that we have our beautiful channel. But can we also buy a really beautiful theatre? And then can we have um, comedy and art and poetry and dance? Let's create an alternative to the Fringe Festival and get back to its roots to be like a pool of like creativity. It's a it's a theatre, and every single night of the week. Everything that's on is five pounds. That's it. It's it's for everyone. That's so, that's so cool. And it's and it's like for like civil servants, like if you're a nurse or you're a doctor or a firefighter, it's always subsidized. You can go for free. I think we should do something <laughs> involving ice cream. Serve where, the ice cream uh, in the theatre, Howard. How have I ended yeah. up uh, doing uh, winning the lottery and I'm somehow involved in a bake sale? That feels like a <laughs> quite a low level. A lot of your, I, of a lot of your ideas come back to cake though, Howard. Wow. 
Well, thanks to the National Lottery for allowing us to live out a life full of newfound riches. I know my next move is to get a ticket, punch in my lucky numbers and make all of this a reality. So remember, the National Lottery is where your numbers make amazing happen. Whether that's a big jackpot win or National Lottery players raising funds for good causes across the country. Is it the all like, whatever, it's just hang and bang, you know? So the times I have done it, it, it fell apart because I kept screaming, it should be called hang and bang. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the person was like, oh, I'm just really stressed. I think I just, sometimes I'm like, I should just travel Europe. And I was like, I'll come. <laughs> there we go. And now it's up. now it's international hang and, and bang. Now That's more difficult to maintain. And now what are we doing? Are we just are we backpacking across Europe? Yeah. You know, and so then it's like, um, what's this? And it's hard to admit to yourself when you're like, I just want someone to rub my nipple once a month. That like you're truly what you'd actually like is like somebody to do things with and somebody who fancied you and you to be somebody's number one person and what you'd like is a relationship with this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's very do not trick yourself into being like, it's just friends with if, it, if it's not if however you're like listen I've been around those houses I mm. do know what I want and right now I'm looking for just a, a, a sexual partner and then exactly what you're saying is like this fuck buddy fwob differentiation mm-hmm. is a very very hard one because you now a friendship is at risk mm. should this go tits up and therefore much like the one night stand it's like you have to pick a friend that you actually weren't that good friends with in the first place yeah if you start having sex sex with, with your best friend with your best friend I mean that is what you're describing that is relationship goals yeah isn't it that's the whole point that's of a relationship you described a relationship yeah and there's no way one of you isn't coming out of this heartbroken yeah you know if yeah. you used to be best friends or and if that is the case then you weren't as close friends as you thought you were you know like so and that's actually you know great the two things that people seem to say is that like you have to tell them and all you also yourself with, with a fwub the moment you and they use the uh, very youth term catch feelings mm. it's not a youth term it's like a 10 year old article but obviously the reason that people don't is because they know in their heart or are frightened in their heart that they'll get knocked back it's like well it's better happens now than it happens in five years time when you're still you know when, when, when those feelings have grown and grown and grown so like you'll be stuck do you want to be stuck in a sort of limbo or do you want to well I suppose actually sometimes people do just want to be stuck in limbo but it is hell so like it's it feels like you'd be stuck in limbo but you'll actually be in hell so you do need to tell them and you do need to get out of that situation the casual fwub it is a tricky one because if you're like you had this good thing going on you were just friends with benefits then you're like "Uh uh-oh Mm. I think I might be in love with them. Then your instinct might be to like, I shan't say a word and I'll just carry on with what we're casually doing. Better be fine. I'll fall out a lot with this them, I'm like, sure. No, it will only get worse and worse and worse. And each mm. day will be a trick. And every time they're like, okay, well, bye. And especially because at some point, maybe one of you starts um, dating, you know, then mm. all this other stuff happens, which you're you're increasing in this position of being like, I'm just, I'm cool. I couldn't be more cool. Yeah, m- m- maybe a good good test is to, is to think like, okay, imagine that the person you want to fwub with mm casually says so you, you've gone back you've had like great sex and the next morning you have breakfast because you're friends and he's not gonna like or they're not gonna just like turf you out on the street and you have breakfast and they're like oh I've got a date tonight with um someone else and you know the person and you know like how would that make you feel yeah. would you go like oh okay yeah fine or would you go like oh I feel a bit no but I am overall okay or would you um throw the egg at them or want or, or cry or do you feel sad or do you feel attached to them somebody said that a fwub can only really last for like up to up to around three months for them and they sort of have to 
kind of stop it after three months because they will then start to get too attached to the person which is like okay why do you want but some people just don't want to be attached don't want to have a long-term relationship and if you are if you make that incredibly clear like then of course that can still cause issues like I know people who have done that who have been really like very responsible with their like they've gone through a massive breakup then had a year of just boning but that boning has been very much like up front before even they've gone back with them or anything it's been like I'm a mess and I can't be in a relationship. I've just come out of a 10-year relationship. I cannot, like, start. So just so you know, if you're okay with that, then I'm really happy to to go back and fuck. But, like, otherwise I can't. And obviously, every time, (laughs) it still didn't work because the person would then be upset. Uh, it's very hard to be on the receiving even just then when you were saying that to me I was like I'm cool I'm cool yeah yeah, and you're like nah it's really hard because if you are attracted to them then yeah you're attracted to them and you're attracted to them for a reason which is that you want to stay closer to them like it's very tricky because also your chemistry takes over and you can't help who you kind of can fub and who you struggle to fub with you know? Absolutely, and I think I think it's very easy to imagine this sort of dream scenario with a person who it all is like working out with, and they're just they're so cool with it, and you like each other, and you have this fantastic sex. But then you all just like leave, and if they were like, "I'm going on a date," you'd be like, "Yeah, have a good time." Um, yeah, it's we'll the cool keep... girl, isn't it, from the Gone Girl, exactly. which describes the cool girl. Yeah, you know? it's a hundred percent that, and so like, you can imagine this scenario. But even if even if you are the party that truly is cool with it that other person is a real human being Mm. you know with their own like feelings and thoughts and stuff going on and so what you're aiming for is sort of a real a bit of a unicorn a real sort of like magic a magic thing and 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 I do know people you know even like I know and still know a woman who is in her 50s she is uh, European which I imagine adds to the magic of this and she a hundred percent has a friend with benefits who visits her once a fortnight and uh, she is having the most fantastic time out of it and this relationship as far as I can tell has been going on for many years mm. spanning decades I would not have to bet very much money to say he is completely in love with her right okay you know so like yeah. here's it, who she's like I have this fantastic lover he comes he goes he has other people I have other people he devotedly shows up on her doorstep you know mm. week in week out I'm like this man, this man's in love with you. <laughs> you know, so it is It is very hard. But is like, that because we're seeing that through the prism of being like, because also I'm, I'm very aware that we've just basically talked about how difficult it is, but like we, you see things, what the other side would say is we, we're seeing things through this very like normative lens mm-hmm. that if, if a man turns up every fortnight, that must mean he's in love. But actually it could just be, her house is really close to work or his house is really close to the next person he's going to bang. I don't know. I've chatted to him and I've chatted oh, okay, to him. Okay, there we go. Right, <laughs> I've yeah, chatted yeah. to him quite he a said, bit. I love her. And you've been yeah. like, right, okay, okay, fine. Yeah. Fine. That is the tricky thing because like, also as well, like I don't want it to come off like we're being like, you can't have a friend with benefits because you literally can. And also as well, like cause that kind of means then by definition we're saying that polygamous relationships or non-monogamous relationships are, are difficult Absolutely. but I think I think even people who are in non-monogamous relationships or would say they are tricky like, I think this is just and we and again we haven't got any more context of this particular person and this whatever is going on but I think it, any relationship like this just involves this is your 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 pre-learning your mm. back history your your past research what's it called before you go into the exam and it's prep like, your prep. Revision. Your, like, your revision. Your, like your background reading. There we go. Your Thank background you, yeah. reading before we even get into the thing of like, do you definitely want to open this door? Yeah. Like, are you definitely sure of yourself and definitely what you want? And then if it's like, yes, I'm 100%, this is what I want. And then it's like, does this other person... And then it's like, okay, in which case you need to find another person who is definitely, definitely 
on board mm. and be truthful with yourself about whether you're like actually if I'm honest I think they're probably in love with me and so they're going to say yes to this thing yeah but if they're definitely definitely into it then you're like okay and, and truly treat this like a con like yeah, a house share you know here are the mm. rules how often are we doing this like when are we doing it what's our remits what's our boundaries what are we sexually into what are we not into how do we feel if other people get involved it doesn't feel cool and sexy to like take it this level of of admin but like for it to be a success like that's what it has to be yeah it's true and also like have you have to reevaluate every I mean let's take the person saying it's three months three months is just an arbitrary thing that worked for this person but like every few months you have to reevaluate how that relationship is going and how you feel about it because it could change at any point at any point it could change with with like literally just a glance and then something's like uh-oh and you find that you're thinking about them more and more, or they are, or you, you're fine, but they're struggling. And, and I think you can you can tell when somebody is trying to spend more time with you or asking more, and you might not really want that. And I think the thing is, is once somebody, I think a crucial thing is once somebody, whether that's you or the other person, I think it's easier to do if it's the other person. So you just got to hope that they they do do this for you. But if the other person that you're fubbing with starts to sort of ask more of you Mm -hmm. than you're willing to give it is on you as the person who clearly hasn't caught feelings when they clearly have it's sort of on you to gently end it it's the kind thing to do rather than be like can we not just go back to what we were no no once it goes past you do have to then stop that because that when someone starts sort of acting more like a relationship than a fwub that that's because they are sort of showing you really that they've they've sort of they they like you yeah. and um and you can't it's not unfair of you to demand them to kind of unlike you like mm-hmm. it's not just as simple as that so and with your feelings as well i think it's it's really hard to and I think the, 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 the tip of being like, if you catch feelings, you just have to tell them. It's so hard to do that, like to know that you have because the denial is so strong. Like, but try and be as honest as you can with yourself and try to reevaluate and talk to somebody outside of the friendship group and tell them everything and see and help have someone else evaluate the situation. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I don't think I like them. Do I like them? Be like, you keep... I think I think I my my next suggestion was going to be that if you are all in the same friendship group uh, that I would keep this on the DL that like I would keep this quite private um not only to like add to the like what is essentially the fun of the The frisson the fun of the frisson Mm. um but also to like keep everyone else's opinions out of the game here because everyone will be like do you know it's it's not for them it's for you two or three or four um to be doing your own thing and the the mystery and the secrecy of it is of course part of the sexy allure and it's like and then no one else's opinion gets involved here and no one says i actually think you'd be a fantastic couple exactly or that they like don't pollute the situation but then also it does help that if you can so yes yeah, so maybe speak, and then a speak neutral to someone party. neutral complete they, they don't know the person they don't yeah. know you guys and you can kind of like get advice from somebody who's not involved in it yeah that's a really good point there's been a couple of people that in friendship groups that I've had that 10 years later I found out that there was a period of time where, where they were banging one time was like literally like next in the room next door to my room I just had no idea it was like around all the time okay like it's just such a funny thing and and i don't feel like when i found that out i don't feel like sad or like but i'm just like <laughs> wow well, pass me like, by lucky i'm not a detective fair play yeah um, yeah definitely i would say keep it keep, keep it on it, the down low keep it quiet yeah. if only for if only to keep the mystery of it all alive and so it's like 
bit of secrecy, mystery, the two favourite things. Yeah. And then communicate. Let's make sure we're always on the same page here. Um, and keep then don't, re-evaluating. Keep re-evaluating. And equally, don't let our sort of fear-mongering stand in your way. As long as you are truly truthful and you know you can do it, then you can absolutely do it. As long as you've found that ideal person who also wants exactly what you do. Mm. And I think if you attempt it a few times and it hasn't gone well, that isn't to say that this is unachievable or it can't be done it's just like maybe this person isn't quite on the same wavelength as you because what you're asking for is quite a specific wavelength to get on yes which is like somebody who's also got other things going on in their life and really likes you but doesn't want to marry you and but does want to have sex with you occasionally and not you know so it's like a lot there's a lot of there's a lot going lot on offline here. pieces going on absolutely there. but yeah. equally no different than finding somebody who wants just to spend their life with you so well, it's not impossible to do it's just it is tr- i think it's just the point is it's trickier than you think and that's a good thing because I think a lot of people as we said right at the start go like oh yeah great and then wonder why they aren't enjoying it or they can't get mm-hmm. it right and it's like it's not you you're not a pro- you're not the problem it's the fub element is yeah. difficult um yeah. the fub way easier so if if you're thinking about a fub may I also invite you to first think of a fub um, b- b- before you fub because if you are yeah. just looking for benefits yeah yeah yeah, yeah. why, you, why yeah. not just fub yeah. you know yeah you know what let's begin that's number one why, <laughs> at why, the end of this, this episode, of it, we've, number we've finally one. come to the number one conclusion which is can we interest you in the starter pack a fuck buddy yeah and see how you fly there and see how that goes and see how you do uh, as a pair navigating mm. that and see if it's for you and to- if you're into and then that will show you as well if you're into the purely physical element mm. of the, a, a relationship for example like I would not be able to do that so therefore I would obviously never be able to flip but like some people can and do and love it so then you can dip your toe into the flip right because you're Absolutely. like well now I know that I can deal with someone arriving as having sex and me not being like do you want to have breakfast with me and stay here forever like you know Amen. Um, you, exactly. You know exactly what you want. You know what you're into. And if you're into breakfast, be honest. It's breakfast. It's Stop breakfast. trying to trick people into having breakfast with you for heaven's sake. Mm. But if you're like, I'm just absolutely down to clown and I'm very busy at my hedge fund. And yeah. I simply want someone who, you know. And then, then fuck and, it up. And equally, I would say, suggest having a, a n- multiple on the go at the same time. Mm, so you don't get that's So you won't get too attracted. Yeah, you're not too attracted. You also, like, should they be like, oh, I'm going on a date. I'm going on a date tonight. So am I. With you, my other foot. You don't have to shout, so am I. You oh, can right, just sorry. quietly be like... Again, this is why I don't do yeah, it. So am I, actually. And, and they're, they're real. They're totally real. They're not a person I've made up just now. So my point is, like, you've got multiple people. You don't let yourself get too attached. And it's always this, like, oh, so-and-so's busy or they're with somebody else. Great. I've got my other... So I would say three. And, and if you're like, three? I can barely find one who wants... It's like, I think it's... That energy is exactly why you're maybe having a struggle with getting that one, hooking that one duck. It's fine to... Whereas if it's, you can try and you're aiming for three, you're mm. like, okay, and then they're on constant rotation. Three friends, three fubs is going to be fucking hard. Yeah, that's though. what I'm suggesting. When the we're fub, fub, yeah, we are, we, we are fubbing. one fub fu- and two fubs. Oh, very good. You yeah. know, just yeah. keep things... Think and you, then you can also know, because if, if you're like, oh, I'm spending all my time with my fub, but I don't really, I can't be bothered seeing my fubs anymore, then you know that you catch your feelings for your fub. Whereas if you're like, it's all equal, you're like, this is this is genuinely equal. Like, yeah. I know that I'm actually fine with this. You've got something to compare it to. I met, I had a chat with a polyamorous person the other day, mm. and I was saying, and it's, isn't it a lot of... And they were like, admin. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And they were yeah. like, the secret is um, a shared Google calendar. <laughs> 
Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> and I was like, gosh. And they were like, let me be honest with you. It does take some of the passion away. Yes. Mm. But you've got to know who's who and who's with who and who's dating tonight. Yeah. And I'm like, good lord. Yeah. You know? So it is just about getting the boring stuff up front. And if you're like, I've got this friend, we're not that great friends. I really fancy them. I know there's a bit of something, something. There's nothing to stop you being like, listen, can I lay something on the line with you? Mm. When you've had no previous experience before, like sexual experience Let's together. Burn. Listen, be like, how would you feel about occasionally boning? <laughs> no strings attached, no bit of bother, yeah. you know? And if you feel you could truly get through, you know, have that conversation, then go for it. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, and be like, I really think you and I could have a fun time. We, or you like, just, you know, at a party, you just flirt with them and see, and if they're into, and, it, how, and then you burn, point, and so then how, the next day you're like, how did I feel about that? How are they to know that you are not wanting a full out relationship? You know. Well, I think if you if it comes out of nowhere, so you've got a friend, and suddenly you're like, well, we we seem to have just had sex. Then it feels like that's the point oh, of that's the... that's a fantastic time to ask the question. Uh, yeah. But I'm saying I mean. just in case they turn around, they're like, great, we're going out now. Well, then that... But that was always... So that's kind of fine, isn't it? Because you have the conversation and they either know or, you know, like, you mm-hmm. have the conversation after that, that's happened. Sure. Rather than... You make a good point. You know? I think just... I think I just, only because yours is better, but I just can't imagine ever anyone going to a party and being like, hey... What do you think about having a bone? Like well, just- this is my thing about, like, this is the level of confidence you need to have in yourself and your wants to be at this position, to Jesus doing this Christ. well. Yeah, okay. You know? Right. I'll take it back. No, you're, you're Spreadsheet. not. <laughs> Spreadsheet. Communication. I'm a Google, Google calendar with myself. Google calendar with yourself. I'm like, I'm so, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you're like, yeah. okay, well, whatever. We, you know, we have a bit of sex and then we, you know, completely. And I'm, that's what happens 90% of the time. Mm. But until you're, and it does feel terrifying to just go up to your friend and be like, do you want to bang every Wednesday? You know? <laughs> yeah. But, like, if that's the position, you need, that's the level of self-confidence you yeah. need to be in and the level of, like, totally fine with the level of rejection you're in. Yeah. And then if you're already in there, that's how confident you need to be that when they say, you need to be constantly asking yourself, they get up tomorrow morning and they say, I'm having a date tonight. Truly, truly, how do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always presume that they are dating other people because then because you'll go, are. like, because they are. And if they're not, and if you're not, then you've, you've, you know, you've gone into r territory, not fwub. Well, look, that was, I thought it was quite fun. <laughs> yeah. I think we definitely negotiated some of the extreme minefield that this whole. Yeah, because it's not a way that we could tell somebody specifically how to have a fwub, like, literally. But we, I think we've, I think we've, 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 we've just, covered it. It's, it's yeah. simply like it's truthfulness and it's communicating and with yourself, with yourself most of all, and consider a fub before a fwub. And ask re- yourself why you want a fwub. Why is why do you why want to do, do you want stuff? the fwub? And is it as one particular person or would you just be like God, somebody, anyone will do? Yeah. you know, and in, that's actually a healthier position to be in yeah. than to be like. Oh God, I want Jeremy to be my fob. It's like, do you or do you want to marry Jeremy? Yeah, why do you want Jeremy do to be you? Yeah. Come on. Is, He's does, fit. Does we're that about just, Jeremy Hunt, yes? Yeah, we're talking oh, about yeah. Jeremy Hunt, the oh. health secretary. <laughs> Won't he touch my nipple once a month? For God's sake, Jeremy. <laughs> I forgot about the biannual <laughs> nipple stroke. Yeah. Biannual now? Yeah. It used to be once a month. Bi monthly. Bi monthly. Come on. It's, it's, it just it fades over time. I've got needs, Jeremy. <laughs> awful i don't care for the man if you'd like to come on the podcast i've got questions about <laughs> his nipple uh, stroking no, technique no, no about the health system actually. fine yeah i i, I, th- I think it's this i think it's this <laughs> i think it's this jeremy hunt we've got some questions for you and yes communicate no really know yourself and um and have a nice time in the moment a bit like uh gambling hq when the fun stops stop 
You know? <laughs> okay, there we go. Sorted. <laughs> Pop us a DM at Nobody Panic Pod or email us nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com if you've got any other suggestions for episodes we will tackle, like we have with this one. And goodbye, friends. Goodbye, friends. May all your friends come with benefits. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.